Welcome once again to this Christmas special broadcast worship from First Baptist Church of Madison, North Carolina. I would like you to know that you are always part of our family whenever you join us in any way. So think of yourself today not as a guest, but as a family member who has come around the table to join with us as we celebrate the birth of our Savior together. If you would like to find out more information about our church, gain some helps for your spiritual life, perhaps even offer a donation to help us in spreading this life-changing ministry to others, I encourage you to go to our website at www. FirstBaptistChurchOfMadison.org. That's all spelled out. And there you'll find the ways that you can connect to our podcast that has all of our broadcasts since the pandemic began back in March. It has also a place where you can donate safely to contribute to our church if you so desire. You can also find a way to contact us. Another way you can contact our church is by simply calling us. Our phone number is 336-548-6112. Leave a message. Let us know how we can contact you back or how we might be of service to you. We also want to make sure that you know we have free Bible study materials available every week. They're kept in a bin right outside our front door of our office space, which is located across from the Dollar General Store in Madison. 110 South Franklin Street is the address of our church. We welcome you to come and pick up your free copy so that you might follow along with Bible study. Today, we will not be offering Bible study. Instead, our program today is entirely musical, but every other time you'll have great a resource at your fingertips through the Nurturing Faith magazine we offer. I also want to announce that on Christmas Eve at 4.30 p.m., we will have our gathering outside the front of our church. You will be socially distanced. That means six feet or more apart. You will be wearing face masks, and we will distribute at that time an electronic candle, along with communion, sanitary communion. We will participate in communion on the first Sunday after Christmas, which will be next Sunday, but we will uh, offer the communion so you might have some already in advance of the event. If you are able to come out, if the weather is permitting, I know there's a lot of ifs in that, but we want to try. Uh, do come out and, and have those items for you. If you want the sanitary communion, but you do not feel like you can come out, come by our church office anytime. There is a tray of communion ready for you. Take as many as you need for yourself and your loved ones. And again, next Sunday, we will celebrate the act of communion together as we worship over the air one more time. I want to uh, invite you to also write me by email if that is a convenient way for you to do so. 
You can write to me directly at cpmcgathy, that's cpmcgathy, at yahoo.com. And if you write to me, please tell me uh, it's about the radio broadcast. I, I do get so many emails, I'm not always sure what's what. But if you will identify yourself that way, it will help me to know how to respond. So again, that email address is cpmcgathy. The main thing is, I want you to know we love you. We want to include you. We realize how difficult this time is for everybody and how difficult this Christmas is for everybody. But in our difficult time, we have the opportunity to truly understand what it was like that first Christmas. It was difficult then as well. Just read the scriptures. And speaking of that, I'd like to read the scriptures today. I'd like to read from the Word in Life Study Bible, the Revised Standard Version, and share with you a little bit about each song that I'm going to introduce today. Before I do that, I'd like to acknowledge that our choir is led by Miss Jane Scruggs, and Mrs. Sylvia Perkins is our accompanist. So they will be playing for us, and the choir will be singing. The first song they will be singing is the song Emmanuel. Emmanuel was a song uh, written by Tom Long, music by Alan Pote. And in this song, I'd like to share with you a little of the lyrics of this. It says, Though we live in the land of shadow and see a light, and we look beyond the darkness to the end of night, in the cry of a child of promise, the prophets tell our God will live among us, Emmanuel. Emmanuel literally means God with us. It says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. Jesus was and is Emmanuel, God with us. God comes to us as people and lives in our world rather than having us try the impossible of going to him. Jesus does not take us out of the turmoil and pain of daily life, but rather walks with us as we live life. It's a mistake to think of salvation as an escape from the world instead of engagement with the world. God has a job for us to do right where we live and work. That's where Jesus is with us. That's where he gives us power. Now listen to the First Baptist Church Choir as they sing Emmanuel.
When Gabriel appeared to Mary of Nazareth, she was perhaps no more than 15 years old. His startling announcement that she would soon bear the very son of the highest meant the end of a normal life. Mary's name would forever be on the lips of gossips and rumor mongers. Joseph, her husband-to-be, could decide to end their betrothal through a public, humiliating divorce. Even if he dismiss her quietly, she would still have to return in shame to her father's home or else survive on her own by whatever means she, she could. Faith's ruinous prospects that she had neither caused nor sought, Mary would have had plenty of reason to balk at Gabriel's message. Instead, she accepted her assignment. Be, be with me according to your word. As in Luke chapter verse. Her response was submissive obedience to the clearly revealed will of God. It was her duty as one of God's people. Let's now listen to the First Baptist Church Choir sing about this aspect of the gospel. First you will hear the song, Rejoice All Ye Daughters, words by Joseph M. Martin, and next, Son of Man in Mary's Arms, Words and music by Randy Cox and Lowell Alexander.
In spite of humble beginnings, Jesus was welcomed as a king. What happened to the gifts presented to Jesus by the wise men? Scripture doesn't say. Clearly, they reflected the Magi's worship of Christ at his birth. Yet we can speculate that they may have provided the means for his family's flight into Egypt. The angel's warning and instructions to Joseph were sudden and unexpected. There was no time to save enough money for such a long journey, if saving was even an option. The family, after all, was poor. In fact, the costly gifts probably represented more wealth than either spouse had seen in a lifetime. God promises to provide what is necessary for his children and to care for their needs. In this instance, offerings of worship may have paid for a journey to Egypt and a new life in a strange land. To be like Jesus means to engage the world's pain. Jesus' entry into human life was fraught with awkward tensions and human dilemmas, a miraculous but nevertheless embarrassing conception, an earthly father who was considering a quiet divorce, an outraged king resorting to infanticide, an early childhood in a strange culture, and a return to a homeland that remained hostile and dangerous. We, too, are in circumstances that are troubling. If we want to be like Jesus, we need to face up to the world and remain very much in it despite all of its troubles. Our next three pieces of music talk about waking ourselves up and welcoming Jesus into our world. The first song is Welcome to Our World, Words and Music by Chris Rice. The second is The King Shall Come, text by John Brownlee, arranged by John Levitt. And the final one is Wake the World with Joy, words by Bert Stratton, music by Vicki Tucker-Courtney.
Christmas story is recorded by Luke, Luke chapter 2. In those days a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, 
who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. The story of the angels and the shepherds is our next section of music today. Our first song is Those Gospel Angels, music by Greg Gilpin, followed by Rise Up, Rise Up, Shepherd, and Followed by Mark Hill. The Shepherd's Carol, arranged by Dan Forrest. And finally, Come and See the Newborn King, words and music by Victor Johnson.
Gospel writer John does not relay to us the details about Jesus' birth, but rather concentrates on the meaning of his birth. He writes in the beginning of his gospel, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being that has come into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let us now think about the meaning of Christmas as we listen to two pieces. The first is three English carols, In the Bleak Midwinter, The Holly and the Ivy, and once in Royal David's City, arranged by Stan Pethel, and the second, Calypso Cradle Carol, words and music by Jill Galena. Let's now listen to our choir as they sing these musical numbers.
I hope you have enjoyed our musical celebration of Christmas today. We will conclude our musical time with our choir singing three pieces. The first one is written by uh, Ken Maidema, words and music by Ken Maidema. It is Children of Light Rejoice, followed by In the Beauty of His Grace, words by Patricia Mock, and music by Patricia Mock and Philip E. Allen. And the final one is A Christmas Blessing, music by John Purfoy. Thank you for all that you have been and meant to us through the years and this year especially as we've all gone through a difficult time. Thank you and may God grant you a blessed Christmas.